Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to another week of a BJJ marriage. Nick Lee, Brittany Lee, and special guest, Mike Coy. Mike Woo! Coy, one of our black belt instructors here at Fluid Jiu Jitsu. We talked has about him. Taught us many, many different things here at Fluid, so we're grateful to have him on this week. So Pleasure thanks for joining us. Awesome. Yes. So. So, you want to talk about some things today? Yeah. How was everyone's week? Did you reflect how your Jiu Jitsu went? Do you uh, reflect how your jiu-jitsu went? My jiu-jitsu, I was not using my knee no. all week. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that wow. was pretty fun. <laughs> uh, it was hard to mount people <laughs> because I had to just like post up on my leg. Uh, but that gave me a bunch of floating challenges to deal with. That's cool. So, I enjoyed that. What did you do to your knee? Uh, it still hurts from when I got knee to knee. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Fun, fun stuff. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> Not the tip of my knee, like right up the front of my knee and the top of my shin. That little button. So like when you kneel, all of a sudden I just yeah. feel like a... It's right where the tendon inserts. That's yeah. nice. Bone on bone. Yeah, it's yeah. probably not great. Never a good feeling. Well, that's fine. <laughs> this was a super wild week. <laughs> yeah? What's um, up? Well, Monday night we had our belt ceremony. Mm -hmm. And uh, two... Yes of the people that routinely trained in the mornings with me uh, got their blue belts. Woo! Yes. Shout out Ted and yeah. Justin. Yeah. And Kelsey and Adam. But they're yeah. not 6 a.m. people, so yeah. you're not as important. Uh, I'm just they're, kidding. They're important. <laughs> uh, so no, congrats, everyone. That was yes. fantastic. That's like watching your jujitsu babies grow up. Mm -hmm. um, and now I can kill them, and I feel much better about it. <laughs> yep. Um, All because of that yeah. color on a belt. Yep. And then I got hammered at work. I worked like 58 or 60 hours this week. It was just ridiculous. Wow. That's not fun. Um, and somehow still managed to make it to class Thursday morning. Good for you. Yeah. Yes. Um, which was a fun time. That was fun. We got to beat up Ted as a blue belt for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, we did. It was cool. He's sitting there right now watching this like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. He's smiling. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my week was okay. I'm still dealing with this stupid injury from two months ago now, and it got actually kind of bad this week, so I did stop rolling for two of the days that I came this week. But mm -hmm. I did end up flowing for about 20 minutes with my dad, who is the black belt that we talk about all the time. So that was really cool, because obviously he would go very gentle with me. He knew not to put pressure where I couldn't handle the pressure, and it was a really good 20 minutes, 30 minutes of just learning. And it was funny because when I was yep. rolling with him, he was telling me, he's like, people say it's weird to roll with me because they think that everything I do is a trap. But what they need to know is that every time that they get caught in that trap, it helps them realize how to not get caught there anymore. So they have to go into the trap in order to realize how to avoid it later. They can't just sit there and do anti-jujitsu the entire Are you talking roll. about a paradox? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a jujitsu yeah. paradox to me. But you won't learn if you don't go into the trap, yeah. but you don't get caught in the trap if you don't roll into it. Exactly. So that's kind of what I was doing is in the flow. I just went for the trap the entire time. I just kept going. I was like, I know he's going to catch me. Obviously, he's going to catch me. But how do I know how to get out of it if he doesn't catch me in it? So that was a fun roll. That's a good way to roll. Yeah. Most memorable one I had all week, I think. You were uh, learning recognition. Yeah, definitely. You know when you're going into the trap. Yep. So eventually, you'll be able to either avoid the trap or change the nature of the trap. Yep, definitely. And it was funny because that day, he was actually just talking about how he loves being on bottom side control because he loves manipulating the person on top. 
And it was that class. Him? Yeah. So it was that class that we were doing that. And then we rolled immediately after that. And I got into top side control and I looked and I was like, uh, and I'm like, you just said you like being where you are. I don't want to be here. And that was the only time I was like, it's a trap. That's awesome. <laughs> Everything's a trap. Let's be but yeah, that was fun. So uh, I guess we'll just jump right into more of our topic. We wanted to bring Mike on today because this one I think felt a little bit more near and dear to his heart. Yeah. How long have you been training, Mike? Jiu-jitsu or martial arts? Both. All of it. Tell us your story. He's got oh, a lot boy. of experience. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, jiu-jitsu is now 12 and a half years. Wow. Um, I started martial arts in 1982 when I was 12 years old. Wow. Yes, I'm that old. <laughs> uh, so it's been a part of my life to do martial arts in one form or another since my preteen years. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> the 80s, that's crazy. Yeah. You remember those? No, no, no I don't. I wasn't even thought of as a <laughs> thing yet. <laughs> Pretty sure oh, my awesome. mom was six at that point. So. <laughs> yeah, well, believe it or not, there was martial arts before 2000. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, haven't you seen Cobra Kai? I, I have not watched that. Really? You but I do it? remember watching the original Karate Kid oh, you would when like it the first show. came out. Yeah, you would like the I, show then. I probably would. It's good. I didn't think I would like it, but then he got me to watch it. And I Finally. Like, this is fun. I, I don't watch most TV and especially not martial arts movies. I prefer uh, gardening videos. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh-huh. So, jiu-jitsu yes. for 12 and a half years, huh? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, uh, it's changed. Um, it's been a wild ride. I believe it. And my mm-hmm. whole, how should I say, view of jujitsu and why I do it has morphed along that whole course. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what we want to talk about. She's been doing it. How long have you been doing it? Uh, almost two years. Almost It'll be two years, years in, in like about yeah. two or three months. I remember you sitting in a chair at the church when the gym first started mm-hmm. and you kind of looked like, what is this? <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, yep. I was not interested at that point. Yeah, and I've been training about three and a half years-ish. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, three and a half years. So we're going to get some different perspectives today on mm-hmm. somebody who's newer to the game, somebody that might be somewhere in the middle, and somebody that's been here for a while. Mm-hmm. All right, where do we start? So what made you want to start jujitsu? Oh. What made me want to start jujitsu? Oh man! Well, so I had been doing judo for a while, um, and I moved to judo because striking was no longer a really good training option for me. Makes sense. And I also had had some fights, um, and realized that my grappling was weak. Okay. So I went to judo, got pretty good at it pretty fast and luckily trained at a gym where uh, judo was 50-50 standing and ground, which is pretty rare these days. Oh, not just standing? Not just standing. That's cool. Yeah, so I had a pretty basic ground game from it and I was much bigger and way stronger back then. Um, Except then a couple of the younger guys that I was training with all of a sudden got better on the ground by leaps and bounds. Uh, and they were kicking my butt. And I mean, 
to the point where I was frustrated and didn't know what was going on. Frustrated in jujitsu? Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. No. It's weird. That's not a thing. Take a white belt. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was crazy. So I asked them what was going on. And they told me, well, they're training at this gym and it happened to be neutral ground with John Cleveland. And I'm like, okay. Shout out John Cleveland. Yeah, shout out, buddy. <laughs> um, and so I knew about jujitsu. In fact, I'd actually, I fought a few jujitsu people in the past. <laughs> You've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, fought them. <laughs> and it really wasn't on my radar to train until I realized that I needed to do something to get better. And so I followed those guys to that gym. Hmm. And there I was. Oldest guy at that gym at age Aww. 38 back then. Oh. Um, and it was it was a wild ride. We we really killed each other back in those days. But I've heard I've heard that they just went at it. There was like maybe one or two techniques, and then for the rest of the hour, you just killed each other. There was a lot of hard rolling, and mm -hmm. uh, a lot less instruction than today's shooters. I think so. Um, but I will say that the things that I learned, and I'm still going over them in my brain. Um, have stuck with me because when you learn those things under that much pressure, you tend to retain it because if you don't oh, yeah. use it, it you're, you're gonna get crushed. Yep, you pick it right. up much yep. faster. Uh, so I'm really appreciative of that time, um, but it has changed, it has changed uh, yeah. quite a bit. It's actually why I love Tuesday classes so much when Rob was teaching, he would kind of put us in that scenario where we would be with partners and for about 45 seconds, we'd set the timer, sometimes 30, sometimes 45, and sometimes yeah. all full 60 seconds, and it would be positional drilling. So you would start yeah. with one person's on the back and one person is defending the back, and you mm -hmm. would just go, and it would be a live roll, and for 45 seconds, and if you got out of that position, then you would start over, and then you would just constantly get that repetition in, and then you would switch partners and do it again, over and over and over, and we came out of that class just a drenched, sweaty mess. Yeah. <laughs> the best kind of mess. Very, very <coughs> intensive way to train. Um, and it be things. Mm -hmm. yeah. You have to boil things down sometimes to specific scenarios. Um, yeah. I like the guard pass drill, yeah. pass sweep yep. submission. Yep, um, that one's always fun. I think that is, I think the way I w it was explained to me by John was that that's kind of like a microcosm of every jiu-jitsu match. It comes down to guard pass, sweep, or submission. Yeah. And. Good way to think about it. You know, yep. so, so you hit all the highlights in a short period of time. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, it's just sitting there holding a closed guard and not doing jujitsu, right? Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Or just being under someone's mount and not understanding you have to use your legs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I was just uh, training with a brand new girl. She's been doing it for like three days now. And I showed her yesterday what a closed guard was. And she's like, oh, this is like a good control point. I'm like, don't do this. <laughs> and she was like, You're gonna ruffle some feathers. Yeah. There's a lot of people that love close guard. I know. I just told her that I was like, We're not a close guard school. Other people like it, but we try not to play it too much here. Guard. And she was like, Okay, so it's more to just like stall for a second. And I was like, Yeah, yep, let's go with that. It's a good way to get your bearings and reset. Mm -hmm. That's what I would call close guard. Yeah. But I think it's a body type thing also. Yeah. If you have a long body, close guard can be incredibly. Effective and frustrating. I don't know. Um, I was Short not. Bodies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Short bodies. No, nah, yeah. Not so much. If you have a swimmer's frame, use close guard. If you have a runner's frame, don't. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're a fire hydrant? No. <laughs> Wait, really? Wait, explain that to me. What? Huh? If you're built like a fire hydrant, Quill's guy is not going to happen for you. Yeah, okay. That that's, a, that's a long torso and short <laughs> <Yeah>. legs. <laughs> Got it. A swimmer's body has long legs and a short torso. Got it. How would you describe yourself? A hobbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hobbit guard. Hobbit guard. I remember in 6 a.m. class, guard. and he taught me a hobbit guard, and I was like, what is this wizardry? <laughs> Got to come to Fluid to find out what a hobbit guard is. Well, that's... So we're talking about the whys we do jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be a kind of part of the process. That's another mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. How you adapt it for yourself. Yes. Right. Yeah. And yeah. as we're talking about this, I hope you guys are also thinking in your brains too. Like, why did I start jujitsu? Yeah. Put it in the comments. Why did you start jujitsu? Ask yourself the same questions that we're kind of interviewing Mike about because we've pretty much talked about this on our life. We want to know other people's perspectives now. Yeah, I started jujitsu because her dad was like, "If you date my daughter, I'm going to kill you, and you have to learn how not to die." <laughs> that's <laughs> and, a uh, that's a very good incentive. Yeah, <laughs> seems intimidating, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, I got to get really good really fast." <laughs> I don't know how it lies, Dave. <laughs> I could have left fun. her at the door and just <laughs> turned and walked right there. Yeah, but I'm a I think you started having fun right away. Yeah, yeah, I did. I think it took me a couple months to actually have fun. Yeah. But right away, I was very interested. I was like, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it takes everyone a couple months to get used to it because it's just so unnatural. Like, I remember oh telling God, yeah. Ashley yesterday because we were just doing a basic technical stand-up, and that's just so easy for most people who have been doing it for at least six months or more. But to see a brand new person, I'm like, wait, what? Why do I have to put my hips that way? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is not a natural movement for you. No, nothing that's right. is natural. Sorry. That's what makes jujitsu what it is. Yeah. It's just crazy. But it's so natural now, which is the weird part. And to yes. think about it not being natural for someone else, it's just like, how do you not know how to do this? Oh, that's why. Okay, got it. And that can be transformed into daily life in general. Absolutely. There's things that people don't teach you or you don't get taught that gets makes everything in life easier. But it's hard to build that natural habit to do it without thinking. Mm-hmm. It does. Jiu-Jitsu changes you. And it, it changes really does. you in positive yeah. ways, um, which is hard to understand when you walk in the gym and you see these people, you're like, what are they doing? That's gross. They're, not, you know, they're really close <laughs> together with all these people you don't know and mm-hmm. they're sweating on each other. Um, Accidentally kiss people. Oh, Stop it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's just me. I think that's just your personal experience uh, with, with, with Dave. But, um, yeah, it, 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 you go from being uncomfortable with that closeness and that physical contact to you actually look forward to it mm-hmm. um, because you know it's going gonna, it's gonna to test you and it's going to help you build yourself, which is you know, mm-hmm. one of the best parts of this whole thing. Oh, yes. That's why I think it's so good for parents to start their kids young, too, because then the kids are just exposed to it right away and they get used to it, and then they can get better just exponentially faster. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> as long as they stay consistent, but that's really up to the parents. Yeah. To get them to be consistent in anything. Yeah. And it is a, a crazy sport, though. They say it's a gentle art. I don't know about that. It can be. It can be. It's gentle once you understand it to the point where you can control yourself. Yes. So, you know, you learn jujitsu and you're not in control of yourself. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's like gentle mid blue belt level, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say it starts to get there. Yeah. Um, it can, I'm still it, far away, guys. It, it, it can depend on the gym and the individual. Uh, but 
this is one of the, the great things, and, and, and this is something I started to discover in this process, is it no longer was, I went to the gym to go to war, to beat people, to be a better fighter and martial artist, which kind of was why I walked in there in the first place. Yeah. Um, then it was, well, now I start to compare myself to everyone else. Right. And well, this person's getting better, and then it was, this person's getting better and is good at these things specifically. Mm -hmm. So now I'm recognizing, Oh, I can train with that person for, that has these qualities if that's what I'm looking to build mm -hmm. or yeah. learn to deal with. And then I realized one day, boy, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe all I should do is think about, did I get better this week yeah. from where I was last week? And now you're building yourself. And that, at that point, is very liberating because you stop worrying about Am I going to beat everybody when I come into the gym tonight? <laughs> you have to let that go because that you won't last long doing that. Right. And no one will train with you. Right. Because uh, you'll hurt them. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of fun, that whole transformative process. And I love to see it in students. I love to see it when somebody starts as a white belt, comes in, they're afraid. Yeah. Then they go through the stage where they're trying to beat people. Mm -hmm. And then they go through the stage where they're trying to build a specific skill. And then they go through a stage where they're like, yeah, I'm just having a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is a successful student, in my opinion, and somebody following the, the correct transformative process. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, when it becomes a personal journey instead yeah. of a comparative journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As Josh Janus says, enjoy the journey. <laughs> yes. Although that was his brown belt saying, now, now his black belt saying <laughs> is live life with love. Frequency of love. Frequency of love. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's right. But enjoy the journey. That's Makes pretty much all it is. coming from him, but yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to anything Josh has to say. He has a lot of lovely expressions. <laughs> How does his dance go? He goes something like it. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it's worse than that. Some stupid like that. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Okay, so I think we kind of touched on it a little bit, but let's dive deeper. So what made you stay? Why did you keep coming back? Because <laughs> it is, it's a brutal sport. Like, you get toughened yeah. up, you get thrown around, you get bruises, yeah. you get injured. Like, why do you keep coming back to something that can physically kill you if you oh. let it? <laughs> yeah, so this, this, this goes deep, sorry. Um, <clears throat> first, it was the people. Mm -hmm. I've met some mm -hmm. of the most fantastic people in jiu-jitsu. Um, and unfortunately... Uh, because it's a hard thing to start and get into, uh, you will lose contact with more people in the gym that you've met than you will maintain that contact with. So some of the friends that I trained with 10 years ago, long gone. Mm -hmm. There's a few sure. others that are still around, all great people, and I've got to see them grow, and they've helped me grow, and it's been just, really, I have the best friends jiu-jitsu um, so that's I've one, of, that. them, one mm -hmm. of the things and you know you want to talk about networking and getting to know oh, people yeah. from diverse backgrounds mm -hmm. I mean this is it this is the way to do it there's Absolutely. so many different walks of life oh. that and the best part about jiu-jitsu is everything gets thrown out the door when you're on the mat with somebody yep yeah. but then even off the mats the like you said, the networking and just opportunities that you'll find just from talking to people that are from every industry. It's fantastic. Yep. Yeah. You know what's crazy that I've been thinking about for the past couple of weeks? 
and maybe this is coming from someone like me because I am only 25 years old, but we were hanging out last night and there was a group of us about 10 and I was the youngest one in the room by far. Like I am 25 and then everyone else was 30s, 40s and 50s. And I was just thinking about it and I was like, you know, this is not a normal like scenario where friends are just of all these different decades. Like remember when you were in high school? And, but it is, that's what it yeah. is. But when you're in high school and you're a freshman, no way would you ever be caught dead with a senior. Like that is just not okay. And right. just the social aspect of that, it's just, you just don't do that. And that's only a three or four year difference. But here in the dojo and outside of the dojo, you create lifetime friends of people who are not only much more experienced in life than you are, but just, it's just create. I don't know. Yesterday I was just thinking about it and I was like, it's amazing that Ellie, who is in her mid-30s, is one of my favorite people on the planet. Like, yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking about that. And same with Mike. You're how old? 51. 51. 51 and 25. And I consider him one of my favorite people on this planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's great. So it's just crazy to think about it in that way. Like, the social aspect that you get out of coming to the gym and the yep. friendships that you build. And even in the workplace, even if there's a few years apart, typically you don't get that close with people in the workplace. No. Depends on if you hate where you work or not to begin with. But <laughs> but yeah, if if somebody's like 10 years older than you in the workplace, you're not really going to form a bond. No, it's much harder. Here you get to form that bond physically by sweating, moving together, <laughs> learning yes. together, struggling together. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think it's a much closer bond. Yeah, so. I would agree. That's a, that's a huge reason why I yeah. come back to the gym also. Absolutely. Yeah. But Just to hang out with people. Right. People are one thing. There's a few others, and I think that this is really the biggest thing for me, and that is I'm not a kid anymore, and so I also work in healthcare. What do you mean you're not a kid? Uh, I'm a kid inside. <laughs> Everyone's a kid. So, But I unfortunately have the daily experience of working with people who are in terrible shape. And many times they are younger than myself, but look and are physically much older than me. Like mm -hmm. somebody who's 50, but actually physically is 85. Mm -hmm. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> it, and yeah. it's terrifying. And so one of the main drivers for me is to stay healthy. Like I want to move. Yeah. I want to keep moving. And I want to have fun doing it. Yes. yes. And this is the way it works for me. Checks and all the boxes. I, yeah, it checks all the boxes. So, friends, health, fun. <laughs> what else do you need in life? Right. I mean, exactly. Yeah. You know. And then the friends that you build here basically become family, yep. as is. Absolutely. So you think about it more at the long term, like, okay, how is For this sure. going to keep my blood flowing through my body in a healthy <laughs> way, Correct. and not have me, you know, just drop dead because I'm not active That's enough right. and I'm being a couch potato and <laughs> yep. all that stuff. Yep. And you get to use your whole body. So it's not just, you know, that's right. I'm going to work out my top half or I'm going to run or bike. Or... Yep. Mm -hmm. Your whole body, you get to use this a little bit sometimes. <laughs> um, yep. you know, so it's it's not just, a, oh, I'm going to the gym to work out. I'm going to the gym to keep living. And that's mm -hmm. the way I look at it. And it really helps me because I can tell you as a healthcare professional, once you stop moving, you start dying. And uh, I, I really encourage people, even if you think it's too late for you, start moving. And if you had any thoughts of trying to get to 
come to a class, give it a try. You might have to try a couple of different gyms. Yeah. But you will benefit from it. Yeah. He's so wise. <laughs> I love listening to him. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he does have great things to say. Well, yeah. even when you, you just said it in this podcast, too, but I heard you say it yesterday to Ashley, where you were like, it doesn't matter what other people are doing, and if you're getting smashed, just ask yourself, am I doing better than last week? Yep. And that was something that really really resonated with me, because I have that problem of comparing myself a lot, yep. where I'm just like, oh, I should be at, like, you know, where Adam Conley is, because we're the same no. rank, but no, yep. I'm not going to ever be Adam Conley. Shout out Adam Conley, you're, you're a beast. But uh, you just can't compare yourself to others. You have to just keep moving and being the best version of yourself that you can be. Yeah, that's your big, bad ego rearing its head. Just just push that down. It doesn't need to live. And that's what makes people quit Mm jujitsu is their ego because it gets bruised, and then they don't want to face that pain of maybe somebody's better than me. Yeah. Well, don't worry about it. (laughs) There are people better than you in every way. And some people will walk into the gym with athletic gifts that you don't have. And some people walk into the gym with experience that you didn't have. And mm-hmm. so we all come in in different states and different levels of readiness to learn and progress. And those people also have their issues because they have early success. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. later on they hit roadblocks because they thought they knew things and they really didn't. And when the other people catch up, all of a sudden they're getting yeah. smashed mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know so it it, it it can be a painful process for the people to come in with the gifts yeah definitely um, so just enjoy training <laughs> yes <laughs> yes really <laughs> that's the best way to do it yeah just have fun yeah so what was the question again why basically we're just trying to go <laughs> through like all of the who what where why when how all that stuff just yeah. getting it from a person who's been um, doing this much longer than well, us We'll take it to the last piece for me. Um, so, I've never stopped learning. I'm right mm-hmm. now working on certain things that can make my game better. Um, but then the other side of that is now it's my job to teach people. Mm-hmm. And some people don't like to teach. I love it. Um, I like to see somebody develop. I like to share things with them. Mm-hmm. I like to show them a basic move and then say, okay, let's adapt this to your body style. And you're good at it. Because not everyone's <laughs> yes. good at it. Yeah, he's a good teacher. You know, that's, you know, that's really my goal because when you progress, then I feel like I've achieved my goal of, of creating a, a, a good jiu-jitsu gym and a, and a good team and helping you develop as a person. Yeah. And you know, I've seen people go from zero to 100 on the scale of I don't know anything to outstanding jujitsu and when you have a little part in that process it's very very satisfying mm-hmm. um, so it, you know that's to, to like to go to a tournament and see one of the people you've taught do well mm-hmm. is just heartwarming it's yeah just, that was a super fun awesome. moment when I used all the stuff that you taught me specifically <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a super fun tournament I totally cheered up. It was ridiculous. I was going to say, I think you cried on that. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. He I got remember to that coach was. Me. Yeah. I used all of his moves that he taught me. 
Yeah. Well, I remember <laughs> that competition specifically <laughs> because, so remember, our professor at the gym is my dad, so his father-in-law, and then he learns from Mike on a very significant and regular basis. Yep. And so I remember, were you a white belt at that point? Yes. Okay, he was a white belt going into a competition, and I remember Mike had asked my dad, like, are you okay if I coach Nick? Like, I really want to coach Nick. And my dad was telling me the whole story, and he was just like, and I was really like, Oh, but I want to coach Nick. And they were all just like, that's my baby. Like, that's my kid that I get to watch. And it was really funny to watch yeah. them both just be like, oh, watch him go and look at him go. And Well, Brenda was very gracious to give me that moment. Yes. Um, I've trained a lot with Nick. Um, comes almost every morning. Sometimes he fills in for me when I can't be there. And so I understand the way he does things, even if it's stuff that I didn't teach him, because yeah. it's his jujitsu, it's his. I can just give him some things to work on and find his way to use them. Mm -hmm. um, but I have an understanding of how he's going to react in, these, in certain situations and move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was fun to coach. I am probably not going to do much coaching in the future. I'd rather do the building phase before it. Yeah. Um, coaching is stressful. Yeah. It's very stressful. <laughs> Um, I found that out like yeah. a month or so ago and I was trying to coach all the kids oh, and gosh. I was helping Brent coach and then <laughs> they had a bunch of white belts going on at the same time and I was trying to coach them. And yeah, that's rough. Uh, it's day. hard. And, and competition, you know, it's only one phase of jujitsu. It's not, you know, the whole gym isn't designed to be a, a winning competitive team because right. not everyone here is here for that. Yeah. I'm not, right. not going to compete anymore. Um, I did. I did a lot when I was younger and it's just not for me where I am right now. Maybe, yeah. maybe in 20 years I'll go do one of those, you know, super old guy masters matches. That'd be awesome. Oh but, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Sure, my wife will beat me if I do that. <laughs> so you got two matches. Yeah. She, she's the only one that can beat me. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> yes, oh, That's awesome. Yeah. So I put guess... in the comments why you keep coming back to Jiu Jitsu if yeah. you do train. Yeah. Make sure you tell us. Yeah. It's fun to hear. It's fun to hear people's stories. You know, I mean, your stories are going to change over the next five years. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's we come why we started this. revisit this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be wild. Yeah. That's actually why we did start this at such a early stage in our jujitsu careers. Yeah. Nobody cares wanted... about white belts or three-stripe blue belts. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. Someone does. <laughs> we care about each other. That's, that's right. good. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we need. Well, right? it was a joke because Josh Janis at his black belt ceremony, he was going through his life of career in jujitsu and he was like see like i mean you just you just have to flow with it otherwise i don't remember no, my... he, he said yeah nobody remembers when you're like a three-stripe blue belt and then everyone looked right at nick because i was a like blue belt. wow oh <laughs> i remember when josh janice wouldn't even put on a gi oh yeah <laughs> look at him now mm -hmm. look at him now all fancy <laughs> so funny but yeah, I guess you already said it, but I want to see maybe if there's more in there. What is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? Okay, my goal is to stay healthy, have as much fun as I can for as long as I can. Ah. And then it's a great goal. the whole part of that process is to teach people. Um, I don't feel the need to come into the gym and try to be the mat boss or say right. I'm better than everyone else. I don't think think so at all in fact I think that when you walk into the gym it doesn't matter what belt you're wearing you're all equal mm -hmm. it's just that some people have more experience mm -hmm. and some mm -hmm. people have more athleticism and you know various other things some people are good at certain things versus mm -hmm. other things 
And well, so, then what's that saying? A black belt is just a white belt who never gave up. Absolutely. I'm learning right now. White belt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I don't have that need to never tap out. I, it, I don't care who you are. If it's your first day, and I get in a bad position, and then most of the time it's because I put myself there. I will tap out. I don't care because that's a learning tool. We're here to learn and have a good time, not murder each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody wants to <clears throat> roll hard, fine. Say, hey, Mike, will you have a competition match with me? And I'll <laughs> say yes or no, yeah, and that's oh. fine. Uh, yeah. But really, you just come in, you're all equal, you train together, you share. If you get stuck, you ask the people with more experience. You know, you learn to be grateful. Yes. <laughs> which is which is a really nice quality. Yeah, you learn to be humble. You gotta be humble. You mm-hmm. have to be humble. Yes. Yeah. It's a rec- required yeah. skill. Jiu-jitsu will humble you whether you want it to or not. There's there's no choice. You think you're doing great, somebody will come along and ruin that thought. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to everyone. Yes. I've been working on this mountain escape. I know how to get out of this mountain escape. Mike sits on you. Mm. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That's funny though. So just to, to dovetail off of this. So when I was maybe a two-stripe white belt, a person that was a purple belt, and purple belts back <clears throat> then were like a unicorn. They were so rare. Okay. Yeah. There's like one black belt in the state or not even? Well, there were like four or five. Okay. Um, but, you know, it was, if you had a blue belt on the mats at night, it was like, wow. <laughs> uh, so uh, this person, I managed to get to mount on him. And he said to me, why would you do that? And I'm like, well, because I thought I was supposed to improve my position. It was the wrong time to take a drink. Yeah. And, the guy goes, that's a bad position for you with your body type. Oh, what's that? trying to lecture me how, because I was short and much heavier at the time, thicker, that mount wouldn't work for me. And I'm thinking, yeah, well, you couldn't get out of my mount. <laughs> but it really threw me off for a while. And, and, and for about six months, I avoided going to mount because for some reason, oh this experienced person told me it was a bad position. Well... What it was was the guy's ego talking uh-huh. because he didn't like the fact that this chunky white belt mounted him and pinned him. <laughs> and so, you know, and actually that's wow. kind of a good thing to, to, to realize. If somebody tells you not to do something. Don't listen to them. Well, depending <laughs> on what the circumstance is. I mean, sometimes they're telling you that out of their, their ego, they're a little butthurt. And so they want to make themselves look better. And we all have to confront these things. Mm-hmm. I guarantee everybody that trains jujitsu will have that moment where they kind of say something to someone to make themselves feel better. Yeah. We have to. We have to. We've all been through that. that. Yeah. yeah. You have. That's one of these processes you have to go through. It highlights your strengths and weaknesses for sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mostly your weaknesses, though. Yeah. I would say so. I make sure whenever I get caught in something bad or uh, can't get out of something. I make sure to tell that person that was really awesome how you did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. That that's great. You should be, you know, respectful and compliment people when they do well. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, if you yes. if you deny that someone is doing a good job, you may actually be hurting them because when you say, "Hey, that move was really good," 
Um, Yeah, what was really good, um, you encouraged them Mm -hmm. and you helped them explore their Mm jujitsu, which is really an important facet of all this. And then also, when you're an instructor, you tell someone that, you can also say, and let's tweak that a little. Mm -hmm. And then you can give them a lift. Yep. It's really fun. Yeah. You know what's funny is, and I think anyone who does not train at Mike 6 a.m. can agree with me on this. That when we do end up rolling with a 6 a.m. dude, that we can tell that they are trained for Mike. We're the like 6 a.m. We we're the hard tell. city rockers. That's I know. right. <laughs> hard city rockers. Right, Mick? I know you're watching. Yeah, Mick. <laughs> Mick is who I'm talking about, actually. Like, he's who's coming to mind right now. Is I was rolling with him on a Saturday, and this was just like two weeks ago. So I am still injured, so I am just blowing around. But I remember rolling with him. I'm like, oh, I can tell Mike's been training you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. I don't know if that can be good or bad sometimes. <laughs> um, it's, it's always good. good. <laughs> I just want people that train with me to be good jujitsu players and have a good time. So they are. They always are. And it's yeah, funny because Ted and I talked about it too. Because Ted started just a couple months before I did, and so we've basically like grown up together. I guess you can say it. So we oh, got yeah. his. When he got his blue belt the other day, it was very emotional. I was like, oh, my God, it's so cool. And we talk about it all the time together where we're just like, remember way back when when we used to just try to beat the living snot out of each other? <laughs> and then, like, as the months progressed, we started slowing down, and now we're actually each other's, like, favorite training partners because we know how to yeah. actually roll with each other and not murder. That's the entire white belt journey in 30 seconds. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's another case of a person you probably would have had nothing in common with outside oh, yeah. of this gym. Yeah, yep. There's no way that you two would have become friends. Right, exactly. So. It was just, Nick and I were talking about it too because about two or three weeks ago when Ted and I had that conversation, I went home and I would not stop talking about Ted. Like I just kept saying, <laughs> like, Ted and I talked about this and Ted and I and Ted and this and Ted, Ted, Ted. And Nick was probably like, Brittany, shut up about Ted. <laughs> but I was just like, oh my God, I love Ted. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, Ted and I probably wouldn't be friends outside of Fluid. Yep. But now we are. Ted, you're stuck with me. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We're coming for you. Yeah, if only you would come to the morning class. No. Oh, that was pretty quick. Nope. Not, a, not my thing. It's not for everyone. I and cannot wake up at 5 a.m. to go yeah. roll around. And, and the reason we have that class is, well, it's better for me personally <laughs> um, just because of my work schedule. Yeah. And there are a lot of people out there that cannot train at night. Mm-hmm. And yes. I tend to draw like people with fairly demanding careers mm-hmm. um some law enforcement and third shifters third shifters yep mm-hmm. oh so, i think you're getting a new guy he's oh. he just signed up yesterday for a year and oh yeah he can't do night classes at all so i think he's going to do movies in 6 a.m awesome come on in <laughs> that was good but yeah what are our other questions what did we not get to so i came up with this topic today because i follow this girl on Facebook and YouTube. Her name is Natalie Boss, and she is a jujitsu practitioner. She is a breathing instructor, and she's a physical trainer. And life well. coach type thing. And yeah, life coach. So she physically. She does all the things I want to do. <laughs> yes, but she actually works <laughs> exclusively with women, and she tries to enhance the female game and the female aspect of jujitsu and lifestyles. And I have been following her for a couple months now. She's a brown belt in Pennsylvania. I, I would want to say 
But she did a little talk like we're doing right now, and she was just talking about basically everything that we're asking Mike right now. She wanted you to really think about why you do what you do and where you're going with it and why you keep coming back. And I just thought that it was a really cool topic. I texted Nick right away, and I was like, I think this is what we need to talk about this week because Natalie brought it in my head, and it's... Mm -hmm. It was just a really cool concept, in my opinion, and I really wanted someone with a lot of experience to be here, and what better person than Mike? To balance out our, our little experience. Yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> so, great experience. But Natalie Box, if you're interested, especially females, fe uh, brown belts, she's really cool, really awesome. Yeah. But what else is that on seems my pretty list? cool. Um, what are you What are you trying to work? Well, you talked about you want to teach people right now. Yeah. That's your goal mm -hmm. right now. What's your goal right now? Not suck. <laughs> not, to not suck. To not suck. Um, okay, good luck with that. That's a, that's a work in progress for everybody at all times. Yeah, yeah. we all suck at certain things. Yep. So that's not a good goal to have. No, I would say <laughs> my goal right now is I am just trying to still figure out my positional escapes because I am still so new in the game. But I know that we have talked about with the belt levels that by the time that you're blue, you should be starting to think one or two steps ahead rather than just here right now, what do I need to do in this moment? So I guess just because I am mm -hmm. getting closer to that level, I've been more focusing on what the next steps are, not so much, okay, I'm in the guard, how do I pass the guard? More so, okay, when I get past the guard, then what am I, what am I gonna do? Yeah. So I guess that's kind of going and ticking in my brain the most right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. <clears throat> that's a good thought process. That's so I'm trying. <laughs> that's subconscious for me now. That's yeah. really good. That's yeah. good. Because when I'm in positions, I know where it can branch out to at this point. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know there's certain ways I can move that are beneficial for me. And I do that without thinking now, mm -hmm. which is and then wild. someday you'll be sitting there, contemplative, and go, what's going on in these transitions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's really where jiu-jitsu is. Yeah. And you just, yeah. Well, we help teach the kids, too, and on Fridays we have the new competition class, so they don't oh, have, like, yes. really any instruction. It's just, they just roll, and we just kind of help them get out of bad positions. They if all get stuck in it, mount. It makes me so mad. Yeah, we hit their feet with noodles. <laughs> it's great pool noodles. We just take them and slap the bottoms of their feet. They just lay there flat, like, oh, I'm mounted again. <laughs> and I'm like, move! I know, I told Gerardo the other day, I was like, you need to move your hips. He's like, I can't! And I was like, do not tell me that. But... No. <laughs> I guess with the kids, my what I really, really like to highlight with them, especially as a coach who's trying to help them get out of positions, is when they do something that's really cool, I always like to highlight, that was a really good transition, or that was a really perfect way to execute that arm bar, or mm -hmm. like I always like to highlight their strengths rather than just be like, move. <laughs> yep. Yes. you got to encourage them. If kids exactly. don't have fun, well, if adults don't have fun, they're much less likely to keep training. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It has like, to be fun. There's some people that love getting punished, come. but that's a little different. <laughs> yeah, well, but, you know, not everybody's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Nick, yeah. what are you working on these days? What am I working on? Um, I'm working on, I don't really know. <laughs> uh -oh. I'm just kind of having fun. I'm yeah, working on. time to think about it. <laughs> I know, right? The, the biggest thing I'm working on is really just enjoying myself in the moment while I'm rolling. Like I'm I'm not too focused on any specific position or submission or anything. I'm just kind of moving and seeing, trying to let things naturally come to where I am. 
instead of like going forth to live things. And there's a lot of habits that I've built up where I find myself in that position a lot. And I think I'm trying to break myself out of taking the same path in every role because I don't want to become a one trick pony. And that's, I'm just trying to see where I can go from places. That's good. You're going to come up with all kinds of stuff that you want to work on from that, from that Mm -hmm. mindset. Yeah. And then the other part of it is I want to make sure that I am really good at certain things for competition because that's coming up within a month. So this next month I will be following my certain path that I normally go on. But besides competition stuff, I'm really just trying to see what's possible. I've been playing a lot more with like X guard, trying to get more like spider and lasso type stuff, all the, all the weird stuff. And I'm, also trying to not use butterfly guard all the time, <laughs> but it just like happens, and I'm like, Good oh, I'm in butterfly again. <laughs> do you uh, do you two keep a journal? This. This is the, okay. Okay. This is yes. Um, I keep track of my training, but not like specific things really. Yeah, I'm. I find that when I have an idea, I write it on paper. And I barf it out and I make like a flow chart of uh, this position or this move. And then as I'm writing it out, I come up with like five more things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. And then I bring them back to the gym and I test them. And I find out pretty fast either I know what I'm doing, <laughs> I yeah. need to work on it, or that's not a good idea. <laughs> that's <laughs> which awesome. Is, which is fun. And then I go back and look at the notes and I'll change the notes. And then I lose the notes, and I don't see them for two or three years. I'm like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool when you think about it. I just, so he used to keep a journal. When he was a white belt, he used to write down the move of the day, and he used yeah. to write down the steps and everything. Yeah. And I just borrowed that journal from someone, and I don't remember. Dave? Dave? I gave it to Dave. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if Dave is journaling now. <laughs> but, no, I never picked up the whole journaling part of it just because I didn't think that writing a move down would help it in my brain I guess I don't think I learned that way I'm definitely a, a feeler I have right. to do things in order to understand how to do it sure and writing it down does not yeah. help me so I figured talking about it too. I, yeah, yeah no I don't I don't learn it from writing it down and because I don't learn that way either mm-hmm. I just need to remember it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so true. if I write something down I remember it um, but I have to play it out on the mat. So yep. There's no exactly. There's no other way. So. <clears throat> yeah, I'm the same way. Where I have to write it down in order to remember to do it. But then I'm not going to remember how it actually works, like how the move executes, if I don't actually re- do it over and over and over. The repetition aspect of yep. it. Mm-hmm. My body's really good at remembering stuff. Yeah, you are. Yeah. It's like very weird. It's like oh, you duh. Have, you have good physical memory. And then it's just like it's there. Yeah, so let's end it on a, on a fun question, a high note question. What is your favorite thing about jujitsu? My favorite thing about jujitsu? Mm-hmm. My wife. <laughs> my favorite thing about jujitsu? Aw, he's lying. Perfect answer. I think my favorite thing about it is how I feel when I do jujitsu. Um, I can be having the worst day ever. I can uh, yes. know that I'm going to go to work after class and it's going to be a horrible day. Mm-hmm. And I've already released all that tension. Um, I've gotten myself up into the state where I've hit flow in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm moving. I'm relaxed. 
And for me, it just keeps me really centered. So that's my, my favorite thing about CBC. Uh, Despite yes. you know all the other things, great friends, you know, challenging myself, learning. It's just that that keeping myself centered so that I'm a better person. That's what I like. Ah, very very wise. I like that answer. <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing about jujitsu is it brings me into the flow state every time I do jujitsu where I lose track of time. Literally, Brittany, every single day is like, Nick, we have to leave. <laughs> and I'm like, this. what do you mean? <laughs> I've been, I only rolled like two rounds. No, it's been an hour and a half. Oh, <laughs> okay, I guess. All right. So yeah, I do love that. Peace that, of mind that it brings you. Yeah, and you know, my mind, my body, my soul, it all flows together into one unit and I just, love being in that state of life mm -hmm. yes yeah I would say my favorite thing is the challenge that it brings me because I love being outside of my comfort zone I hate being inside the box I really I've ever since I've been little I've always liked challenging myself to the point where I do feel uncomfortable and I want to keep growing and if I ever do feel comfortable in my life I normally find something that can push me outside of those boundaries again and jujitsu does that for me where even if, yes, and even if I'm <laughs> feeling comfortable in like one position or one submission or something, there's someone, like you said, someone comes along and they're better than you and it's like, well, crap. Yeah. Now I need to work on that again. Okay. So I just yes. love the challenge that it brings me and the feeling of satisfaction that it can give me when I can hit a move that I really can too. Even oh, though some great. days I do leave like, dang it. <laughs> I could have done that better. Those are the best days. Yeah. yeah. We'll get better. Yes. Absolutely. Because yeah, you remember those times more than you remember, like, I crushed everybody today. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So make sure you tell us in the comments what your favorite thing about jujitsu is. Yep. Think about it too what your who, what, where, why, when, all of the questions that you should be asking yourself about this sport and why we do it. Or life in general. Yeah. <laughs> really, remember. anything that you spend a considerable amount of time doing, you should ask yourself why you're doing it. Yep. What peace does it bring you? And why are you continuing? Yeah, you don't want to live life as an autonomous robot connected to a smartphone doing nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jujitsu is life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jujitsu. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Mike, for yes. coming today. Thank you. Thanks for coming really on the show. really loved having you on it. really appreciate you having me. It was me. an honor to have you here. Ah. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you. One yes. of our favorite people. So, hope yeah. you guys liked the video. If you liked the video, like, comment, subscribe, follow, share with your friends, all that good stuff. We appreciate you watching. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.